Lotus FM News with Sudisha Naidu. It's 9 o'clock. Good morning. Chinese state media say 44 people are now known to have been killed by powerful explosions in the city of Tianjin. More than 12 hours after the blast sent a huge fireball into the air, black smoke is still rising from the scene. Around 400 people have been taken to hospital. The BBC's John Sudworth is at the site of the explosion. Still this morning, the authorities are really still, I think, trying to come to grips with exactly what they're dealing with. This was uh, an extraordinary, uh, and in fact, I'm going to have to tell you, we are being moved on by the police. Uh, bit by bit this morning, they've been moving the cordon further and further away, and it seems they're asking us to step back further. So we might have to walk as we talk. It seems that uh, in terms of numbers of casualties, numbers of people killed, uh, the authorities are still trying to get a proper reckoning of exactly what the true situation is. Back home, the protest by Walmart Township residents in Port Elizabeth has affected businesses along Hugh Road and Victoria Drive. The protesters are singing at most intersections, demanding approval for a housing development from the Nelson Mandela Bay Metro. A business owner along Victoria Drive, Noel and Van Fieren, says he can't get to his work premises. He's standing at the corner of St. Avenue and Villiers Road here at the BP Petrol Station where all the protesters came past the on the way to the BP station, on the way to the police station now at the moment. All those businesses have got no access. All those businesses are closed. The road is locked off, the gates are burning tires in front of the business and even in front of the country club as well. Uh, I employ one, two, three, four, five, uh, nine people, eh? The United Nations will hold a special meeting with all its heads of peacekeeping missions around the world today following accusations of rape, abuse and sexual exploitation by UN peacekeepers in the Central African Republic. UN Secretary General Ban Ki-moon has forced the head of the peacekeeping mission in the CAR to resign after the, over the forces handling of child sexual abuse allegations. Ban says such actions cannot be tolerated. I cannot put into words how anguished and angered and ashamed I am by recurrent reports over the years of sexual exploitation and abuse by UN forces. When the United Nations deploys peacekeepers, we do so to protect the world's most vulnerable people in the world's most desperate places. I will not tolerate any action that causes people to replace a trust with a fear. And finally, Eastern Cape Premier Pumula Masuala and his cabinet are expected to inspect the 212 million rand Ntata airport upgrade today. The historic airport links the rural eastern part of the province and prosperous Gauteng province. During the funeral of the late statesman Nelson Mandela, the airport played a pivotal role in terms of transporting dignitaries. Nkululeko Nyembezi reports. This airport has an interesting story to tell in South African history. It was built in the mid-70s during KD Matanzima's regime in the former homeland of Transkei. Since 2010, there have been numerous efforts to improve it, but shortly work delayed the completion of the new-look structure of the airport. In 2013, this airport made history by hosting high-profile international leaders during the late former President Nelson Mandela's funeral. This airport was the last one where the board of Nelson Mandela finally landed to be buried in Kuno, few kilometers away from Tata CBD. Kurulego Nyembeza, CPC News, Mtata.
Top story Chinese state media say 44 people are now known to have been killed by powerful explosions in the city of Tianjin. More than 12 hours after the blast sent a huge fireball into the air, black smoke is still rising from the scene. I'm Sudhi Shanadu for Lotus FM News. More at 10. 